the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm going to digress here for just a moment because Daniel chapter 12 uh, answers some questions that we oftentimes get asked as pastors. Oftentimes we'll be asked the question, Pastor, do you think we're in the last days? People look at what's taking place in the Middle East. They take a look at what's happening in Russia. They take a look at what's happening in the economies around the world. Pastors, you know, does the Bible say something about this? Well, of course it does, and we'll study some of what is said in Scripture regarding current events as we delve deeper into the book of John here on a program we call Study Verse by Verse. Our teacher is Pastor Leighton Sheely. This is a ministry outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno on the web at highlands.us. And I'm Mike Trout. I'll share more about the church and this ministry and how you can join the team, so to speak, when we get down to the end of our study today. Pastor Leighton is going to start us off in the book of John, as I said, the 11th chapter, verse 20. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. And so somehow a message reached Martha that Jesus was coming towards the village. It doesn't say that Jesus sent the message. It could have been somebody on the road saw he and his disciples and hurried back to let Martha know that he was coming And normally, someone would not go out and greet the guests. Somebody who was in mourning, they would wait for the guests to arrive. But in this case, Martha hurried out to meet Jesus while he was still on the way. And there's some hints as to why that was the case. Uh, We note that Mary stayed at home. And it's possible that Mary stayed at home to be a diversion or distraction to keep the mourners there so that Martha could slip quietly away and meet Jesus while he was out on the road. Now, why would they want to do something like that? Well, you remember that in their first message to Jesus, they didn't suggest or or imply or request that he personally come. They were concerned about his safety, knowing that just a couple of miles away was the city of Jerusalem where his enemies were plotting his death and assassination. And so... They would, they would have a, a, a concern for Jesus' security so close to Jerusalem. When Martha met Jesus, said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, some have suggested that she was rebuking Jesus for not coming more swiftly. But in all probability, she was simply expressing regret. 
said, if you had been here, he wouldn't have died. You remember when we did our analysis on the four days, he'd been in the grave four days. The message took a day to travel from Bethany near Jerusalem to the other side of the Jordan to Perea where Jesus was. Jesus waited two days, and then it took another day for he and his disciples to travel back. That's the four days, which indicates that Lazarus died very soon after the message was sent to Jesus. So that being the case then, it it suggests that she wasn't rebuking him for not coming more swiftly. He, He couldn't have gotten there fast enough anyway. But she was simply expressing her regret. And then she says, even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. The confidence doesn't seem to extend to the point of resurrecting her brother from the dead. seems like she had the, the uh, faith that the Lord could heal, but not necessarily raise him from the dead. Or maybe, perhaps, it hadn't even occurred to her to, to think such a thing or to ask such a thing. She may have concluded, my brother has died, that's the Lord's will, so be it. Now, Jesus responded by assuring her, your brother will rise again. And she responds, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. She's talking about the future. And uh, many commentators think that she thought of Jesus' word as simply being a consolation that is given so typically when people are grieving for uh, a lost loved one. And oftentimes we do the same thing today when somebody has, has lost someone and they're a believer, we'll put our arms around them or we're talking, we'll, we'll say, and we'll remind them and ourselves, we're going to see them again. We're going to see them again. And we do that because we're told to do that in First Thessalonians chapter 4. It says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always and forever be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And that's what we do. We encourage one another with these words. We remind of the promise that we're going to see that loved one again on the day that's described in this passage. Now, the resurrection of the body is also taught throughout the Old Testament, such as in Daniel chapter 12, which reads, At that time shall arise Michael, the great prince who has charge of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never has been, since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered. Everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. What book? The book that's mentioned in Revelation, the book of life. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. So it's talking about the time of the end, the time when Jesus Christ is coming back. Now I'm going to digress here for just a moment because Daniel chapter 12 
answers some questions that we oftentimes get asked as pastors. Oftentimes we'll be asked the question, Pastor, do you think we're in the last days? People look at what's taking place in the Middle East. They take a look at what's happening in Russia. They take a look at what's happening in the economies around the world. And they wonder, Lord, pastors, you know, does the Bible say something about this? And yes, it does. Jesus said, no one knows the day or the hour. So we don't go around setting dates. That's not a biblical thing to do. Not a very wise thing to do. Only the Father knows the time and the hour. But Jesus said, we will know the season. And then he went on himself to describe some of the signs of the season. And not only him, but the prophets also described the signs of the season. And Jesus Christ would be coming again. And some of those signs are found right here in Daniel chapter 12. It says, many will run to and fro. What's that talking about? That says there's going to be an increase in travel. There's going to be an increase in travel. Now, at the time that this was written, millennia ago, there wasn't an awful lot of traveling. Most people couldn't afford a horse. Most people walked. Only the rich could afford a horse. Only the merchants could afford a boat. Most people walked. And we're told that most people never traveled more than 20 miles from the place that they were born. There wasn't an awful lot of traveling that took place. And that was true for millennia before it was written. And that was true for millennia after it was written. But something has changed in recent decades. Back in the 30s, people began flying by planes. But only the very wealthy could afford it. And after World War II, there was jets. Then in the 1960s, businessmen could travel. But it wasn't until the 70s and the charters when you would hear of families getting on an airplane to go to Disneyland. Now, we think nothing of it when somebody says, I'm going to Hawaii or Europe for a vacation. We just take it for granted. So basically, in just the last few decades, this sign of the times has been fulfilled before us. It says, many shall run to and fro. One sign. Next sign. And knowledge shall increase. Many of us carry cell phones that we call smartphones. Why do we call them smartphones? Because we can use those phones to access the knowledge, the information that's available on the Internet, which is increasingly, increasing exponentially. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. These are only two of the many signs that we should be paying attention to in Scripture. But I digress. The resurrection of the body is taught in the Old Testament. It's affirmed by the Pharisees, but not by the Sadducees. In fact, that Jesus would, always, would sometimes use that difference between them to get them to argue with each other. And it was taught by Jesus. And Jesus challenged Martha to move beyond an abstract belief that somewhere in the future that her brother was going to come back to life when he said, I am the resurrection and the life. 
Now, this is the fifth of seven I am statements that Jesus made in the Scripture by which he claimed to be God. You remember when Moses was at the burning bush, God spoke to him and gave him an assignment to go to Egypt to be the deliverer of his people. And Moses said, who do I say sent me? And God said, tell them I am sent you. I am is the name that God gave himself. When Jesus makes these I am statements, he is claiming to be God. Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno is going through the book of John, and we're just beyond the halfway point in the series. If you'd like to listen to any of the past broadcasts, you can do that by simply going to studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. This is an outreach ministry of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and you can help support this outreach when you go to the website highlands.us. There's an opportunity to share with us financially right there. That's highlands.us. And please make sure you let us know that you listen. Encourage us in that way. I'm Mike Trout. Enjoy the rest of your day. Come back tomorrow at this same time when we'll once again open the Word of God to the book of John and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.